0: adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line. At 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Absolutely, come on. I mean, uh, listen, I've been in a million of those. When you're good enough to win and not be at your best and find a way at the end of the game to win, that's a big deal. You know, how many tight games were we in a year ago and we didn't
1: win? One-score games back uh, last year that we were on the other side of that. Uh, absolutely. That, that's a hell of a win. It wasn't at our best. I
0: thought defense, especially the first half, was. I mean, the four straight possessions. They give the ball to the 50-yard line and into the offense. and That's huge, especially against a damn good offense. You know, and then we did what we had to do in the fourth quarter to win or two touchdowns in the fourth quarter there, get good drives, and and win the football game. That shows a lot of strength.
2: There's Coach Stoops talking about the win over Central Florida. Surviving advance, uh, good team, good offense. Uh, Wasn't perfect, but you got to – you got to just uh, capitalize on when you can and move forward. And, you know, I I tend to think that, you know, we may have another one or two like that the rest of the year. I mean, what are we, a 10-point favorite at Kansas?
3: Yeah, it got to like 9.5 yesterday. It's back up to 10. And, yeah, they'll have another cl- a couple of cl- a close calls. But I think it's just more about now. Like, I think we've all moved on, accept that as a win. It's just – don't have to win like that again, or very. You know, like it. I think it's all about from here on out starting to hit your stride and starting to look like the team that we think that this this could be.
2: Okay, let that's the next. Let me ask here. you something because, you know, I always say, and we talk about it on, on here a lot that people's expectations always change from preseason to midseason to late season, and we looked at this schedule throughout the off season and said, now there's teams on here that are better than we thought there's teams on here that maybe aren't as good as we thought, but we looked at the schedule and said, ah, there's a chance we could run the table. It's one of the easiest schedules we've ever had. Now, if they do run the table, do you think that we should still take into account what this schedule has looked like? As far as I, like, like how, like, are they really a legitimate national title threat? You, does that make sense? Well, what I'm yeah. Saying? I mean,
3: I think we, you take in what the schedule was, but you also take into the fact how difficult it is to run the table. And then you take into account what the rest of the country looks like, right? Like if, um, if the landscape of college football looks in late November what it looks like now, I think that there's a world where OU could make a playoff game, be very competitive, and win. Yeah. I mean, and maybe Michigan continues to cheat and know everyone's plays, and maybe Georgia you know rises to the top again. But I just I, I don't see a team. I don't look at a team right now and say there's no way that OU can compete with that squad. Right. So I guess what you're asking is expectations. Where are they at now with the fan base? We had this conversation last week, and I think it's pretty much the same answer. I think it's conference championship or college football playoff berth is what we're looking at. And I say or college football playoff berth because if you were to lose the conference championship game and still make the playoff, come on, you would have to call that a successful season, right?
2: Absolutely. And I'm already annoyed with the storyline And we haven't even made it through the season yet. But should we make a college football playoff and not win a semifinal game? The stories are already written about how it's the same Oklahoma. And it just flat out is not. Even if they
3: play really good defensively in that game and it's a close one this time around, same old Oklahoma. Don't you think? I mean, I'll never doubt the laziness of the national media or their lack of football knowledge. So when I take that into account, no, I guess I can't doubt it all that much. That's the point. It's like the low-hanging fruit, easy storyline more than anything is what they go with.
2: Exactly. And we all know that – I mean, I don't even know what our expectations would be if we ran the table, won the Big 12 championship or an undefeated college football playoff team – like as a two seed, I I just I don't know how many OU fans are going to be like this is our year. I yeah. think everyone's still going to be like, well, you know, it's been awesome up to this point. Do we have the dogs yet to to get over the hump? We don't know, and I don't think that. I think people. Any other time, I would think a semifinal loss would be upsetting, but I. Because it's like we're in the same, like, it's the same thing. But I think everyone recognizes, at least around here, that it's not the same thing, right? So
3: here, I wrote this down earlier from a uh, national outlet, The Athletic. And here's what they say about OU's pretender slash contender rating. They give OU a 7.5 out of 10 on their pretender contender rating. We'll get into that more in a moment. But their description is this. The Sooners would shock most of the sport if this was the year they finally won a playoff game, and they do have to include 0-4 all time, but they are good enough to make the field. So that's what the Athletic thinks today. Yeah, Yeah. most of the sport would be pretty shocked if they won a playoff game. Are they good enough, though, to make the field? Yeah, sure. Okay.
2: All right. And I think that's kind of how I, I I sit like that right now. And I wouldn't say necessarily shocked. Who you match up with depends big time uh, in that, right? I mean, that, that's that's always a massive factor. But I, I that's kind of where I am at right now. Uh, I think we're good enough to make it. Um, once we're in, you know, I we'll see what happens with what the matchups look like if if it got to that point. So OU's contender
3: slash pretender meter on a scale of ten is seven and a half. All right, Washington is eight and a half.
2: That means they're more of a contender, right?
3: Yeah. Ohio State's a seven. I guess given that they can't beat Michigan. Uh Michigan's at a ten, a ten of ten. Mm-hmm. They got all the advantages right now. <laughs> Georgia's at a nine and a half and Florida's at uh, Florida State's at a nine. So they the Athletic views OU as a six, you know, six seventh right team. Not not a top four team in terms of talent, but top four teams in terms of uh maybe their
2: path to get there. I and I think that that's probably about right. Georgia is probably going to make it. I don't. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to. I guess what I'm I'm wondering is what are the situations where we get left out?
3: The scenario that we're going to talk about that rarely ever happens. An undefeated Pac-12 champ, an undefeated Big Ten champ, an undefeated ACC, an undefeated SEC, an undefeated Big 12.
2: Okay, but even that, so if you have a, a one-loss Georgia's in no matter what, right?
3: Um, Most likely, yeah.
2: Um, a one-loss Michigan or a one-loss Ohio State, whoever wins the championship is in, right?
3: Yeah, Michigan's schedule's been pretty weak, but I, I would say, yeah, uh-huh.
2: Florida State, do they have to be undefeated and be an ACC champ?
3: Um, I, I, I don't. They could lose now. I and don't the, think that they have to be undefeated, but I, I, feel like I feel better about Georgia or Michigan getting in with one loss than Florida State, if that makes sense.
2: I guess my point is I, I don't see us being a, a one loss conference champ and not making the playoff.
3: It hasn't happened before.
2: It hasn't happened before, and I don't think it would happen this year. Now, obviously, if you have a bunch of undefeated conference champs, then that that could be the case. But I don't that that's just not how things usually work out. Um,
3: and it's tough to evaluate this when there's just going to be so many crazy things that happen the rest of the way. You know, like what it looks like now. If even even a week from now, some crazy things are are bound to happen somewhere. Especially when. You know, Georgia doesn't have Brock Bowers. I'm trying to think, does Georgia – oh, Georgia plays Florida and Jacksonville this week, right? Michigan can't play any good. I swear they don't play anyone any good for about three or four more weeks, but they've got drama and controversy surrounding them. The point is, is we we get to this point about this time every year and crazy stuff uh, tends to happen.
2: Okay, if we win out and Texas wins out, we play in the Big 12 championship and Texas wins, they go over us, correct? Probably, yeah. Um, as we've, we're both one lost teams, and I guess there's a scenario. They just got
3: that Alabama win. They've had the know, mo- the more recent win over you. Yeah,
2: there. I think there's a chance that you'd have to have some stuff happen to where both make it. But I think you'd both have an opportunity. Um, I don't know. I I feel like the, I I feel like we're at this point. I'm. I'm buying into the percentage chances. Like, as long as something catastrophic doesn't happen and we don't fall apart as a football team, which I guess you always have to leave on the table. Um, I mean, we're seven games in, and we're in the heat of the action. It feels good compared to a year ago, doesn't it?
3: Uh, you, dude, last, I didn't think that you were going to come back after last, last football season. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I thought this is going to be his last season. He's not coming back after the Christmas break. And then the uh, Peyton Bowen situation happened right before we left for Christmas. There was some optimism. They came back in the bowl game and played pretty well, and it started to swing a little bit. You got that good recruiting class, and for the most part, it's been all good since then.
2: And I still mm-hmm. believe, um, as as stupid as people probably said I was after the season, whenever I said, I would never have predicted this would have happened, but now that we've gone through it, I'm glad that it did, and I still believe for, for that. For
3: some change? For some real change within the uh, program that we, ne- needed to happen? We needed it. Um, okay, so I haven't double-checked this guy, Antonio Morales, to make sure he's legit. We just got this texted to us on the uh, Knipple-Meyer Chevrolet text line. Mm-hmm. His bio says he writes for USC for The Athletic, Okay. okay. Now, the tweet reads this. USC is working with compliance to make Cliff Kingsbury to acting assistant in Riley's absence. I guess Muleshoe will not be at practice today due to illness. It's his second consecutive mispractice.
2: Recovering at home under doctor's orders.
3: Dennis Simmons is the acting head coach in Riley's place. Is this getting weirder and weirder by the day at this point?
2: Yeah, well, for, number one, I hope he's okay. Um,
3: Look fine Saturday night.
2: Second mm. part of that is I don't know that I've ever seen that. I mean, I know coaches get sick. I guess Hugh Freeze was all – he had <laughs> he's
3: in a hospital a bed. Hospital a hospital bed. bed. Because he couldn't move, though, right? Like, you can understand that one. Yeah. Um to miss back-to-back days to practice,
2: I would I would think that if he if here's why my hunch is that it's not legit is because the timing is could not be worse and if there was something that he had missed two days of practice with, I typically you would have and maybe this is out there and we just don't have the information. You would have, like... Symptoms
3: he, on Saturday?
2: He's something? Well, he's got the flu or, like, when you... Met, like For a head coach to miss two days of practice, especially a guy that's the play caller and the offensive coordinator, and I don't know if he's been dialed into meetings remotely, but that is a significant development, and I you If it was something that's that big, you usually have here's here's what he's got he's got the flu he's you know what I'm saying when there's no information, it makes it sound fishy.
3: yeah, it's almost he didn't want to do the coach's radio show last night, so he made an excuse the illness and to make the illness seem more legit to some people, it's all mispractice again, so it doesn't look like I was just trying to escape the right I wish. Your own radio show, like, they're not going to get any tough questions from the local media on that one. Yeah. Ooh, buddy, I just wish I had an audio clip uh, or an audio drop of Kirby. Soft! He's soft! Well,
2: I hope he's okay. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not something... Um, I'm, I'm sure that
3: he's fine. I'm I'm sure that mm-hmm. he's okay. I'm sure that he's just fine.
2: Kingsbury, mm-hmm. is he going to Wally pip Lincoln Riley as <laughs> University of Southern <laughs> USC California fans are
3: open. open so at this point. Dennis Simmons, acting head coach for USC.
2: Acting head football coach. Who calls plays in Lincoln Riley's absence? Um well Simmons?
3: Yeah, he'll he'll be calling the jet sweeps on Saturday at Cal. If that's the case. <laughs> He's instructed him to call a certain amount of jet sweeps. Man, wow. this is just it gets we crazier and crazier by the day, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, It's wild.
3: And I and I don't necessarily take this as ooh. A deal is done for him and an NFL team. He's been out on the road to Chicago. I just, I just think he's. Um, we called him an SEC Dodger. I think he's being a kind of a media dodger because they were supposed to have media availability tonight as well. I think he's dodging that. It's just, it's just weak, dude.
2: They're still a top twenty-five football team. Yeah,
3: that's insane. By the way, well, that's
2: insane. They got two top mm-hmm. twenty-five losses to Notre Dame mm-hmm. and Utah. Do you think they could? You think they beat Cal?
3: Uh, I'm about to text the Ref Royal Rumble and take the points with Cal and pick Cal in the upset.
2: Okay. and then what- Because
3: by the time we get to Saturday, he'll have uh, checked himself in the ICU and be unavailable. Which, maybe USC will play better if that's the case.
2: <laughs> will they beat Washington?
3: There's a chance they don't win another game this year. This is their most winnable game on Saturday. I mean who who do they have they're at Cal they Washington, play Washington Oregon, at home at UCLA. Oregon and UCLA. I mean, can you not see a world where they don't win another game? I can. This team was struggling to beat Arizona a few weeks ago. And they should have lost that game.
2: I think they've got they've had a lot of distractions, a lot of things swirling around the program and it's going to be hard, especially if they if they lose to Cal uh, if they lose to Cal, it's going to be amazing. Well, I don't know what the implications are if they lose to Cal. Just with like with Caleb Williams, because if Caleb Williams doesn't play moving forward, then they won't win another game. Forget about it. That's why I'm
3: saying like it's it feels it's so bad right now that I believe that he's faking sick to miss out on op- media opportunities. And this is after only two losses this year, dude. Two top twenty five losses. Caleb Williams not coming back next year. They won't have elite quarterback play, or at least not as good of him, to mask all the issues. Now you're going to the Big Ten, along with the best teams in the Pac-12. It's only going to get worse from here. The narrative is already changing on this guy, and I think it's going to be even more dramatic in a year's time.
2: Would you hire? The honeymoon's over. Would you hire him as an offensive coordinator?
3: Hell no. Here? No. <laughs> no. I want that guy as far away from my program as humanly possible. I don't want any part of him around. Stay away.
2: Uh, he may resign the position and go coach with uh, Saban or something. As I told you
3: he's going to coach Team USA in the Flag Football Olympics in <laughs> 2028. That's what he's holding out for.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. We got to hit a timeout. We'll get to some text next. I see that they're flying in. 651 343 9 text line. Stay tuned.
0: This is your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network.
4: Attention, basketball fans. Get ready for an electrifying season with the defending Big 12 champion Oklahoma women's basketball team. Tickets are on sale now and start at just $99. Don't miss out on the action. Secure your seats now and cheer for victory. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-4668 to secure your tickets and be part of the winning spirit. Boomer Sooner. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely.
5: For three generations, the John M. Ireland & Son, Fiener Homan Chapel and Moors continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year. Our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've You've got got our our word on it. it.
4: Hey Sooners, I'm OU alum James Spann and I founded Boyd Street Ventures to invest in promising Oklahoma-connected companies and bring Oklahoma innovation to the world. One of those companies is Vesber Solar, which is making solar panel installations faster and cheaper using breakthrough technology developed at OU. When you invest in our fund, you're investing not only in innovative companies like Vesber Solar, but in Oklahoma's future. Check us out at BoydStreetVentures.com. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd.
0: Wake up with Toby Roland. Not much to talk about. But we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. What a bomb! What a complete bomb! The T row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun.
4: No, 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 no. The the pat, the former one that's a broadcaster. Oh, right. the former. One. I thought you meant the current. McIlroy. Oh, McEl, yeah. McEl, what's his name? <laughs> McElhaney. Mac. <laughs> McIntyre. Noble McIntyre. <laughs> what's his name, TJ? McElroy. Macle? What's the former Alabama quarterback's name that's now a broadcaster? <laughs> Nobody's texted in the right answer. Uh, uh, Greg McElroy is the answer. Yeah, Greg McElroy. How come you couldn't think of that?
0: <laughs> Just letting you go. I was gonna do I was gonna throw a Rory in there. T and TJ. Weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on the home of Sooner Fans, the ref sports radio network.
3: Trust and dependability can be hard to find these days. At Wade Electric, they don't just provide a service. They provide reliable expertise built on over 50 years of industry experience to put your concerns at ease. Service changes, LED upgrades, security or ambiance lighting, and backup generators. We listen to our customers and want to help you find the best possible solution for any situation you might have. Go with the name you can trust. Call Wade Electric at 405-329-1940 for all your electrical needs. the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. 36 years ago today, the first ever night game at Owen Field. I saw that. Number one OU defeated Colorado 24-6 in the game under the lights despite fumbling nine times against the Buffs on that Saturday night. Mm. 75,004 fans were on hand to witness the historic night. What a day. Where, oh, you could fumble nine times and it's still good enough to win by double digits. Pretty impressive. Hmm.
2: I know times have changed and turnovers are much more difficult to come by. The offenses do a much better job taking care of the football. But what's the press conference like after a game where you fumbled nine times?
3: I think back then it was, uh, oh, hell, we need to get that claimed at. Not that (laughs) big of a deal. (laughs) I did love the jokes when uh, we we posted that on the ref page today. It's like, oh, yeah, first – Night game at home was in 1987, and we've had uh, eight since then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, that's funny. And
3: by the way, on that broadcast, if you go back to that tweet, and it's on uh, on our Facebook page as well, the Ref Sports Radio Network, when uh, OU's getting ready to run out of the tunnel, the announcers in 1987, okay? Lou Holtz, listen up if you're listening here, bud. The uh, play-by-play and color guy mentioned about the play like a champion sign that was put in there by Bud Wilkinson, and what did they say 1947 uh, anyway, it, far later than uh you know what mm. old Lou Holtz claims when he L- read it in a book one time
2: Lou hadn't even won his national championship at Notre Dame yet had he uh, no no, far Man, from it. I think the origin story is that Lou was watching that broadcast, and that 's where he stole it that day right there, but i don 't know.
3: No, he read it in a book one time, I think is what he said. He saw it in a book. Well,
2: um, that's pretty cool, though. 1947
3: is what the broadcasters say. That sign first appeared.
2: Dang. That's pretty cool, though. Um, I guess I'm shocked that it didn't happen way before that, but I guess there just wasn't a lot of night games anywhere, right? Well, what time did
3: uh, – what was the normal start time back there? It was it 1, 1.30 – Two, it was it was
2: one of the three. Like everyone kind of started at the exact same time.
3: Yeah, kind of felt that way because you know now it's slotted in terms of maximum exposure, sure. TV networks, and I mean college football cared about being on TV, but it's just a it's a totally different game these days. Yeah, it's crazy how much it's changed since since that time.
2: Yeah, we've because we've got what four TV windows on Saturday:
3: eleven, two thirty night games, Pac twelve after dark.
2: Yeah. I, for one, love the Pac-12 after dark, as long as it's a good game. I love having the late game to watch.
3: I liked it a lot better when it was Mike Leach at Washington State putting up (laughs) 73 points on everyone. That's
2: true. That's true. Um, But the the Utah-USC game was awesome.
3: Uh, Yeah, for more than one reason. It was fantastic. Walk-off field goal. Mm. And that just feels like the moment where uh
2: ooh boy. That's the straw mm. that broke the camel's back. Kinda I think a loss at
3: Cal could do that, but man, it sure feels like uh that was that was the big moment for those guys. Yeah. Or maybe it was the Mario Williams fumble the week before against Notre Dame. Who knows? Early week feel mm. though. You're you're feeling good about OU's chances against Kansas. I think I would I say thirty four twenty in the first segment you did? today. Yeah, I actually give scores, I unlike gave one. you. For the second time this year, you gave a score, and then you immediately said,
2: No, no that's early don't want me to it. I've, I'm I've, throwing out something. I have the right to change my pick right up until kickoff, and sometimes even after kickoff.
3: KU will have the best what OU has seen all year long? Backup quarterback?
2: Yeah. Um... Do they have? They don't have the best offense. They have the, they have the best running game. Do they have the best running game? I don't know. It's interesting. It's not statistically UCF ranked
3: higher than what they did last week, correct?
2: Probably. Yeah, I think so. I think it's close. I think they're both like right around two fifty, somewhere around that number. Um, Let's see here. Anyways, I. It's different, i mean it's 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 just good because of the variety you don't get the variety that they they provide in the run game very often, like they run the speed option they look good
3: running the speed option, yeah, and if you don't really see that at all all year long, it can be difficult to defend when it's being paired up with everything else that you're talking about
2: for sure i mean they they run for two twelve a game which is but
3: this defense is really good against against the run it does a it's a really it's a does a very good job of stopping the run
2: and here's the thing is i Kansas has the most creative offense that they've faced not the best it's the most creative um they'll do all kinds of things they'll trick you they'll they'll run gadgets they they just throw a lot of variety and formations and motions and all kinds of stuff at you now here's the thing The impressive deal about Kansas is that they've done it without really the horses on the line of scrimmage. Uh, they've got good quarterback play, good skill position play, but they're they're lacking in in the trenches, which you know you would expect at Kansas with the the deep turnaround that they're trying to pull off there um, so it's not the best running game. But it's like the most creative, if that makes sense. Sure. I don't know that they have the best anything that we will have faced. But,
3: I mean, if you're looking at it just from, like, if you were looking at it from a national perspective, you would say, or you would think probably, oh, well, KU's got a nice run game, all these varieties, but dang, OU's going to have the best de- uh, run defense that Kansas has seen up to this point. So in some ways, I think the next this week and the next two weeks could be a decent matchup for OU, given that the two strengths of KU and OSU are, are, is their run game.
2: Yeah. Well, see, they have the most creative offense that we've faced. Now, whenever you flip that, it's going to be the best quarterback that Kansas has faced, the best passing attack that they've faced, the best offensive line that they've faced, um, the best defense that they've faced, the best defensive line that they've faced. I you you can check a ton of boxes there for Kansas. I honestly we I think they're gonna hit on a couple of plays, but this would be a really good game for us to just show up and dominate.
3: Well, and that's if that ha that, that kinda rests on the offense for me, because I, I uh I trust the defense to go out there and Limit Kansas offense to a relatively no, low number, right? Mm-hmm. I think if we're talking about that scenario, we got to talk about a run game that looks better than what it did last week, it and should. and a passing game that is more consistent creating open space. So, I mean, I, I I can get there. I I would just worry way more about the offense living up to their end than I would the, the defense this week.
2: Right. Well. Here's some stats for you, and this is Bill Connolly's SP Plus stuff. Um, Kansas is, and this is like the rushing defense for whenever Oklahoma has the ball and Kansas is on defense. They're 63rd in rushing defense success rate, 86th in marginal efficiency, 129th in explosiveness, opportunity rate, they're 108th, 74th in stuff rate, like they 're bad across the board stopping the run, and their off their um, defense against the pass is even worse so it may be the the most creative offense that we've played, but as far as big twelve play is concerned it 's the worst defense that we've played.
3: I watched the entirety of uh, OSU and Kansas, and OSU starting to hit on some big plays against you know the the past three games that they've played. But yeah. definitely against Kansas, they were able to hit on some big plays. Yep. So you you should that that should be the case. Just throw it to Nick Anderson; you know it's going to be a touchdown. What is it? Sixteen receptions, eight touchdowns. I think uh, right now. Crazy. Jeez, man,
2: it's wild. The kid is uh, an absolute factory for touchdowns. I
3: am convinced that it's five straight games with a touchdown. There will never be another game in an OU uniform where he doesn't score another touchdown.
2: Okay, I can get <laughs> behind that. That's that's something I like. Now, I want to see them push the ball down the field to him more. Agree. And I know they did against uh, the University of Central Florida, but I I I want them to do it even whenever he's maybe not just uh w a open right if if he's got half a step, let him go up and compete for the football
3: Kansas has the best blank o u has seen four o five says the best basketball team with the baker <laughs> uh, crotch
2: crab there yes, that is true
3: uh Cherokee sooner says k u has the best weather o u has seen all year long. depends on what your preference I, is i there. guess
2: if you like cloudy gray and
3: rainy. Someone said KU has the best uniforms that we have seen all year long.
2: See, i that's not true, but I happen to really like Kansas' uniforms. I like that color a lot, but it's not the best that we've seen. See,
3: when I look at Kansas' uniforms, I say, can you guys just try not to look like a basketball school? Some of the looks that they have you know it's just try and act like you're taking football seriously,
2: every basketball team is blue pretty much north carolina duke kansas u c l a it's just that's villanova it's the is yukon blue they're not blue Yukon, yeah, yeah. They What are? Do you
3: color do you think they're dark blue
2: okay
3: yeah, uh nice job dude. Yeah, you said w a o and uh pastor. MC says, what is W.A. open?
2: Wide, (laughs) blank, open.
3: (laughs) Gutty says, Kansas has the best fake bird logo we will see this year.
2: Yeah, that's true. Is that true? Yeah, I think that's that's right. That's right.
3: Is that the only fake bird logo that you're going to see this year? Golden Hurricane, uh, Mustangs, Red Wolves. Yeah, I think it might be.
2: Yeah, that's it. They've got the best – oh, no, hang on a daggum second. No, Cincinnati was – Bearcats. Oh, I'm looking at – we've played on turf. Tulsa was turf. Cincinnati was turf. Tony G,
3: one more, says, Tyler, you just said I trust the defense out loud. How good does it feel to say that out loud? It's been a while. Booma. That's right. Yeah, it does feel good.
2: I, I would like to see them play a really good game. I, and
3: Even it feels good when you go up eight late and you say, Oh! Great spot. Defense going to take care of this drive right here. Not worried. Even after they give up that score. Knew they were getting the stop on the two-point conversion. Man,
2: I would like to see us. I I think it's it's not unreasonable to say that we can, even though Kansas has a really explosive offense, think they're a really good football team, I don't think it's unreasonable to say that we can hold them under two touchdowns. And that, if we're going to talk about hitting our stride and being a team that can go win a national championship it's it's getting time that we put one of those type of games together isn't it
3: yeah i've been saying that all day long yeah so thanks for taking my take at five thirty.
2: well I've, I've got more of your takes coming up next <laughs> quick timeout, more from the rush coming up stay tuned
0: this is your home for sooner fans the ref sports radio network
2: it's time to stand out. Be bold.
1: And Buicks are bold at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Take up to $5,500 off MSRP on new 2023 Buick Envisions. Now that's bold money and unbeatable savings on new 2023 Buick Envisions. Make bold moves. You are going to stand out. Head to Dorsey Jones in El Reno now. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details.
4: Hey, Sooner basketball fans, it's time for one last go-round in the Big 12 at the Lloyd Noble Center. Your men's basketball season tickets are on sale now and start at just $149. Secure your seats now and don't miss out on any of this year's Sooner Hoops games. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-GO-OU. That's 800-456-4668 to purchase your tickets today. We'll see you at the LNC this season. Boomer Sooner. This is Toby Rowland. Did you know that more than 80 million people depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information? A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars because when cell and Internet services go down, this far-reaching free service may be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. This message is brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Messaging and data rates may apply.
3: I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Are you ready for a nice getaway and some great jewelry? Do I have a deal for you? Spend $2,300 and Vegas is free. Or if you prefer, Orlando
1: can be your destination.
3: Our cases are filled with diamonds, gemstones, and all the latest trends. So you can choose something fabulous and get a little vacation on us. Don't delay. The memories and the jewelry will last forever. But this offer ends soon. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main Street.
5: Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800.
1: Timeout! All right! remember, we're a team that plays together. Listen, the winning will take care of itself. We just have to get everyone involved.
0: In Interscholastic Sports, we celebrate what makes every one of us unique. And in the pursuit of a common goal, everyone in the huddle, in the bleachers, and in the community comes together. This
4: message presented by the OSSAA and the Oklahoma Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
1: Coach Stoops here for Van Hoos Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend Mark and the Van Hoos Fence team. Van Hoos Fence gives each customer the most professional craftsmanship and competitive pricing in Oklahoma. From wood to chain link to vinyl, to metal fences, the Van Hoos Fence team does it all. Contact the Fencing All-Americans at Van Hoos Fence, 405-735-1167 or vhfence.com. All right. Our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
3: Rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy in the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, bringing you the final hour of the show. If you text on the text line, Gunny says, I had some dude in Utah saying BYU is a larger cult than Texas A&M. I, don't, I can't believe that, especially when um, nobody has anything weirder than those yell leader guys that say know, the most dude. cringeworthy things before the game.
2: Did you see the clip of BYU's halftime show?
3: I did. I did see that clip. Yeah that that was not great. But they also had the mascot doing jump rope with flames, which I think makes up for quite a bit. That it's was pretty good. cool.
2: That was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I I really don't know a whole lot about BYU. It's going to be. It may be like a culture shock going out there to watch a football game.
3: It real. I mean. Apparently, they serve the visiting fans ice cream at the end of the first quarter. It's going to be quite different from what you're going to experience <laughs> moving moving further in the SEC. Oh. It, I think it'll be a fun trip, though. Be cool.
2: Ice cream sounds really good. What kind of ice? is it? Some special ice cream? I'm guessing. Oh, it's- you know what? It is. We talked about this uh, in the off season, didn't we? It's so like we a have- local,
3: yeah, local made, locally made. Uh, one week from tonight, we'll be talking about the college football playoff rankings mm. and the projections if they were to be released tonight. Michigan at 1, Ohio State at 2, Florida State at 3, Washington at 4, OU at 5, Georgia at 6. Man. Then you've got Texas at 7, Bama at 8, Ole Miss at 9, Oregon at 10. Man, and the j- projections is that Georgia's going to get no love.
2: Yeah, well... I guess well they played number twenty Kentucky and just absolutely pounded them. Um they play Florida who is not very good right now. Um well I guess the record is better than They won at
3: South Carolina a couple yeah. of weeks ago, but a lot of people are beating South Carolina
2: right now. Florida's five and two, but Georgia's got Florida, Missouri at home, which Missouri's number sixteen in the country right now and um I guess playing pretty good football seven and one team. Ole Miss at home, so their next three games are at home, Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, and then at Tennessee, at Georgia Tech to end the year. So they've got three ranked teams in a row there um, in the start of November, but two of them are at home. So
3: Is this the most wide open it's felt in a while for a national champion? I, mean, it, I guess Michigan feels like maybe they're the best team. Now we know why. But at the same time, they haven't played anyone up to this point. Like they look good in East Lansing last week, but Michigan State's not some good football team.
2: It feels wide open. Yes, uh, the answer to your question is yes, but I it may just be that way because we haven't had a chance really to see Georgia or Michigan flex their muscle. Yeah, you know, um, I feel like that's that's probably the culprit here. And by the time we we get towards the you know. Three four weeks down the road, it may be Georgia and Michigan a clear one two, and then there's the next group. That's and I I kind of think we're in the next group, like Florida State. No problem playing Florida State right now today. I think you know would we be favored in that game? No. I don't know, but
3: no, but a lot of that's like a lot of what they are now roster wise, and I, that a lot has changed since December. But I'm just saying, like, a, a lot of what their starting lineup looks like, that's very similar to what we saw in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. And somewhat true for OU. But I, I, I do think you could look at last year's game as kind of an accurate representation of what the next. the next. You, you know what I mean? Like, yep. a lot of times you can't do that in a bowl game with two teams. And maybe you can't even with OU and Florida State. But there's a lot of those same players that played in that game last year. We are big. I'll just say this. We
2: totally belong on the fl- field with Florida State. 100%. I feel the same thing about Washington, I feel the same thing about Oregon, um, Bama, Penn State. You can just you can go on and on. Georgia and Michigan are the two right now that I would say clearly ahead. I think Ohio State is I they're they're kinda of trending in that direction, but I I would like our chances against Ohio State. I think we'd I think that'd be a good football game and again we'd belong on the field with them.
3: By the way, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Brent did have a press conference today. I was about to make fun of Lincoln, saying that Brent actually showed up to his press conference and didn't fake sick today, but he showed up, uh, faced the faced the media today, and the highlights was a one second response. Tolly Walker will be back on Saturday, per Brent Venables.
2: So what's the scuttlebutt? Anything j- new?
3: Um, nothing other than what we said yesterday. Maybe an argument in practice yeah. with his position coach. Right. Well, Now, is that enough, a one-game suspension, for him to not get the first carries or the most carries? Like, does Tommy Walker just go back to being the starter and the uh, lead ball carrier? Or is it now open for Sawchuck to continue to do nice things like he did in the fourth quarter? <laughs> it just, <laughs> feels like it's a giant question mark, like it's been just about every other week.
2: I, I mean, I don't know. I
3: mean, he's still your best running back, that's for sure.
2: I guess I am different than everyone else. I just did not come away from that football game thinking that Salchuk earned any more.
3: Well, I mean that that's all. fine. I mean he looked a lot better in the fourth quarter, but I just I'm just saying that given the options that this team has right now. I mean, if you want to say that this is Walker and Major moving forward, I don't have necessarily st- a huge issue with that's that. That's what I
2: still think it is. Um I, I guess Salchuk could factor in maybe some more.
3: What was interesting with the run game is what we didn't talk a lot about yesterday is they used – as soon as Sawchuck had that bad first drive and he was out for, felt like, several series, Farouk was back there a decent amount in that first quarter. They were trying to do some things with him. Well,
2: I think that they would have done some more with him had they had a little bit more success with it. But I think that tells you kind of what they think about – the backfield when they're trying yep, to put for totally. back there to create some little bit of magic. Um, how much was coach Venables joking last night when he said Lewis Carter? Um, I think Lewis Carter
3: is going to be an incredible linebacker here. I know desperate times call for desperate measures, but I don't believe Lewis Carter is going to be calling the, or carrying the ball anytime soon. However, if he can bench, what was it, 450 pounds or whatever it was?
5: Something crazy. Maybe
3: he can just bench an entire defensive line on his way to the end zone. So maybe it's not the worst idea
2: ever. Uh, Yeah, I... Hmm. It feels like it's holding us back quite a bit, the running back position.
3: It is. I mean, it's, it's the one thing that's... As much of an issue as kicking has been... The running game is, well, I here's here's what I think it is, man. As it sits today, this team is good. This this is a good team. This is a good team that can accomplish a lot of really good things. But you mentioned them as the like next level down from Georgia and Michigan. All right, I I'm I'm cool with that. But the one thing that can get them into that into that group is a better run game. That is what ultimately is keeping them from being labeled as one of the two three serious college football playoff uh, or national championship contenders
2: yeah because as it stands right now um we're just we're not really close at running back to some of the top programs and you know even in the big 12 i i don't even know if we have a top five back in the big 12 right now rushing and i know that we've spread the ball around quite a bit but It's not that we're spreading it around because we have so many great weapons back there. We're spreading it around because we're trying to find something that's going to click. So, I don't know. Um, We'll see if something can develop. All right, quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. We'll wrap things up next. Stay tuned. The
0: word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. There are trucks. Then there's the truck, GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate, GMC Sierra. Not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Get ready for a night of solid gold with The Temptations
3: and The Four Tops. Same night, same stage. October 24th, Apache Casino Hotel, Lawton, Oklahoma. The Temptations and The Four Tops, together live.
0: Reserve seats on sale now at Casino Cage or online at apachecasinohotel.com. The Temptations and The Four Tops. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work
2: with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040.
0: At
1: In Motion, what moves you moves us. Mike Steele here for Cavens Group. Do you need help with fire, water, or mold remediation? Cavens is a local company that's been in business for over 15 years in the Oklahoma City area. Because they know you can't predict emergencies, Cavens is available 24 hours a day to help with emergency services or commercial maintenance. Call them at Cavens Group today, 405-573-3048, or go online to cabinsgroup.com. Mike Steele here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Are you ready for fall sports, outstanding deals, and of course, more delicious chicken? Call the 12th Avenue
0: Chick-fil-A in Norman at 405-310-3189. It would be our pleasure to serve you, whether dining in, carrying out, catering, or delivering delightfulness to your front door. Boxed meals to nugget trays to gallons of lemonade and iced tea. We have plenty to offer this fall, including the brand new honey pepper pimento sandwich with the caramel crumble milkshake. Call 405-310-3189 and remember, eat more chicken.
5: Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800.
3: At
1: Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, our mission is to provide service our members can count on. We were built by our communities, for our communities, and we're proud of our 86-year history of serving our neighbors with affordable, reliable service. First with electricity in 1937, then with high-speed fiber internet services in 2017. That's the power of connection. Visit okcoop.org slash capital credits to learn more about the cooperative difference.
4: Are you looking for a luxury apartment for rent in Norman? The Falls at Brookhaven offers stunning two- and three-bedroom spacious floor plans with large walk-in closets, washer and dryer hookup, and a fabulous kitchen in a well-maintained calm environment. From plush carpet to sleek stainless steel appliances to a pool, 24-hour fitness, and two dog parks, The Falls at Brookhaven has it all. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online to thefallsatbrookhaven.com for a free tour and see what living in luxury is like.
2: What do you do when the unexpected happens? Who do you turn to? Primrose Funeral Service in Norman will be
5: by your side to help manage the many details surrounding your loved one's final arrangement. A funeral represents an opportunity for family and friends to reflect on the life of their loved one and to honor the memory of their life. Our compassionate staff has been providing the highest quality care for over 80 years. Please contact Primrose Funeral Service at 405-321-6000 or visit us online at primrosefunalservice.com.
3: Final segment of the day, closing it up on this Tuesday. The Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush. Sam Pittman is starting to appear on a lot of uh, hot seats. Not going great at Arkansas. Some uh, easier games remaining down the stretch. They've already played LSU. They've already played Ole Miss. They've already played Alabama. So I guess the thought in uh, Fayetteville is he continues to struggle. He may be out at the end of the year. I don't root for Arkansas, but I kind of like Sam Pittman, though.
2: Lincoln Riley to Arkansas.
3: <laughs> Some have been throwing out Lincoln Riley to Texas A&M, which would be I don't I don't think I deserve that. My well, hate of that guy and my dislike of Texas A&M converging all in one. It's a dream come true.
2: That's that's one of the things that I said whenever you know because everyone keeps talking NFL and he's throwing out these weird smoke screens i don't know but it feels like something's going on out there right now you know he's he's obviously missed the last two days they've elevated kingsbury to assistant um i I don't know if you saw but i sent you that dm of matt leinert with the uh with the eyeballs like something's happening out there right now i don't know what it is i don't know where he would be going but
3: it got bad in a hurry, man. It got bad it? in a hurry. It really got bad in a hurry. Dang. Uh, Ohio Sooner says, got to keep Sam Pittman Fridays, even if he gets fired, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's That's, no that's not going away. It's not going away. 918, are Hicks and Smothers not physically ready, not knowledgeable about the playbook, or red shirts?
2: I guess all of the above. It's probably red shirt because maybe they're not knowledgeable enough and trustworthy enough. I don't know. Um, you know, there's some flashes where both of those guys look really good at times, but you know, we just they haven't been given those opportunities. I, I, I think they would have explored that by now had they felt like it was going to give them a, a different edge. I don't know. Let's have to wait and see. All right, that's it for us. You guys killed it as always on the text line. You drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's go have an ice cold Pacifico.
0: time, one last call for alcohol, so finish your or beer. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF.